no one would ever think Gary because she she couldn't hear our jokes and respond in kind with <laughs> with laughter and joy. Oh, well, what you got? Well, okay, so uh, we are we're live. We're we're, ro- live. we're rolling right now. This we is are rolling. This is Power Hour, Baby Sister Power Hour. Power Hour, not to be confused with Power Shower. We're gonna call Holla. this number two. Ooh, because we're gonna drop it like it's hot. Oh, it's close to the shower. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. This is going to be good. Okay. Okay, so the first one, and I always like to bring up nice, fun conversation starters that anyone could have an opinion on, but this was something that came up. Uh, one of my friends up here, um, he, he's got a couple of kids uh, that, that go to the local high school, which is basically full of rich folk, and... Um, since we live in a, a pretty affluent area, you can imagine, you know, you've got a bunch of 16-year-old kids pulling into the uh, the school parking lot driving Teslas and all sorts of fun, very expensive cars. Now, I guess <clears throat> there was uh, something that happened. Awesome. Are we, it was a, did somebody just flush the toilet or was that you on the phone? Did you just push like a soundboard thing oh no that's not me that didn't come from me did she just did I my had to tt i'm sorry <laughs> oh, oh man this is so professional well we did call this one number two that so. is why that i actually will just say that that was you should have just been like that was a sound effect <laughs> i thought you put it i don't know yeah like oh my god what a hor- what a horrible top what a horrible way to start a topic ben toilet flush <laughs> okay well we know how you feel about it yeah right Keeping it real. Mm, That's super real. (laughs) I can smell it through the mic. (laughs) Oh, Somebody let a match or something. Oh, damn. Open a window. Um, Just number one. mm -hmm, Calm down. That's that early morning stuff. (laughs) So, okay. So it's basically, if you you look at the local local school, I mean, and, and, you know, my sister and I both went to, um, you know, pretty high funded school in the south schools in the south so you know you always had at least a couple of folks in there who um you know the, the kids were super privileged you know we we, we get to drive a, a broke ass station wagon when we turn 16 and then they're like hey it's my birthday do you like my new seven series and you're like what okay good for you um so there's a lot of that going on um where i live and i was talking to my, my buddy in this high school he said you, you know there's a something that, that's been going around there there was, a, there was a kid i guess and this is the story he uh, he was uh i'd like to say had his last year sometime he was a senior and he was driving his car hammered like as hammered as you can get uh you know not not fit to even sit in the car uh driving home from some party and basically hit and run uh, another car or a, actually I think he hit, it was like he hit a person or something, put him in the hospital and uh, left the scene of the crime. And then when they caught up to him and uh, the cops arrested him and he was basically fighting for his life, he was looking at like involuntary manslaughter or some, something along those lines. Sure, yeah. The defense that he used to get himself off that his lawyer used was he's so rich and affluent he didn't know any better. Oh wow! Okay. What? And how did that fly? Uh, it flew. He got off. No way. Yeah, and the defense, I guess, is is known as effluency. It's it's. 
he's too, he was too affluent that he never learned that that was wrong to drive off after hitting somebody with their with your car yeah to drink and drive and then hit somebody with your car and you know, I, I don't know if he killed him i i can see if i can find the article but it's 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 insane the fact that somebody who's got who's grown grown up with every possible privilege now can use the fact that that's that that their upbringing is the can they put the parents in jail uh i don't know because they didn't commit a crime yeah well they did if they didn't teach their son that that's wrong right i mean how deep does the rabbit hole go with that approach <laughs> hold on i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna find find if this he's up. not responsible then who is if they're saying he's affluent you know and it's not his fault because he wasn't raised right well then that would lay the blame on the parents yeah here you go um let's see affluence as a defense um oh man I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the story that I'm hearing was was more local, but somebody else I'm looking at. Them. Well, I've always thought the the whole uh, lifestyle yeah. in which they're accustomed to uh, <laughs> thing was was BS. Um, like in divorce proceedings. I mean, I think the. I would love people, to. I don't, are you really going to go on the record with this one? <laughs> yeah, I think that you know, like Kevin Federline, or or you know, ladies like ex-wives and kids, I think that there's a certain number. I don't think you should kick them out on the street. I'm not saying that, but I think in LA, um, in places like that, where it just gets way out of hand where they're like, no, I'm going to need 120,000 a month. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I, I've grown accustomed to eating filet mignon every night. And, yeah. And I, I think driving a, a Lexus. there should be Yum. some sort of a level that's like, no, you know, I, I agree. Like if they're, if they were going to a private school, then yeah, you should like keep paying for that school. That's one thing, but no, they don't need a Tesla. No, they don't need, you know, so I don't know how to draw that line. I don't know, but, um, I feel like that sort of falls in the same affluence entitlement. Okay. So, one. so here's the deal. They call it, uh, a pro he's using it's it's a thing but I, it all spawned from this one case which i guess took place in 2013 it was a kid in texas and he mm -hmm. killed four people while driving drunk and he used the affluenza defense which is a condition in which growing up wealthy prevents children from understanding the links between their behavior and the consequences because they are rarely held accountable for their actions so he got a 10-year uh, probation as opposed to jail time for killing five people while driving drunk. That is just, I mean, I hate to say it, but is, is, is this a product of P PC culture? I mean, are we contributing to like, oh, well, it's, he's, he deserves his own rights because he's, he's affluent. And well, he, he, he adheres the, to a different set of rules than the rest of the world does. Because if this was 200 years ago, that that kid would be, you know, drawn and quartered. It was somebody super rich who put this in effect to make this rule. <laughs> yeah, I disagree, Ben. I think if it was 200 years ago, if the kid was still really rich and like, you know, the the oil, the rich oil man's son 
I still think he would have gotten off, but not because of affluenza or whatever. They just would have buried it, buried the case. I think, you know, kids, I can won't name any names, but I have a friend of mine who was drunk, hit and run, killed somebody and got off. And it wasn't they didn't plead affluenza. They just, you know, they had the right family connections to bury it. And it got buried. And so I does that I think crush that, your soul a little bit? It does. I mean, but you, you uh, can't let but it. This, <laughs> but he has remorse. He's not like it's. I don't know if this Texas kid has remorse. But what I was going to say is, is that I don't think he threw think a party when that, he got out. Booze is free I, with me. <laughs> Leave your keys I at think the, door. the fact that you're reading about it Open bar. in the news is, a, is an old story, 2013. But the fact that you're reading about it, I think, shows that it is an exception and not the norm. And if it was happening all the time, I think it would be like, oh, my God, is this the way things are these days? But I think the fact that it made the news shows that it's not the norm and it is pretty ridiculous. And that judge... <laughs> should be, shouldn't lose his uh what do you call a judge license not disbarred what do you call a judge a your honor they should lose your, their gavel. your bench seat yes yes exactly <laughs> yes man <laughs> we get we get billy bong thornton no let's use wesley pipes <laughs> right on man <laughs> yeah um well, I, I just uh, when I heard this story, I, I guess the way that they were pitching it to me, um, I don't know why I feel like I personalized it because I was hearing it third party from somebody who had a kid in high school where everybody was so affluent. And I guess some maybe the story that he was telling about the local kid was that he got a DUI or, or something a little bit more mild, but he used that affluenza defense. It's um, crazy to me. But yeah, it all, all spawned back to that original um, you know, case, I guess, that happened back in 2013. Did did baby girl sit on a tack or a pine cone or something back there? Uh, that's Mac. That's not my little girl. Oh, that's my little, little boy. <laughs> they all sound the same when they're. <laughs> I love when they. I love when they like to contribute. Uh, so yeah, that's great. He loves what we're doing, obviously. He well, he uh, he's getting his canines. Can you imagine anything worse than? Doctors say that if we had if we got our teeth as adults, that like we wouldn't survive it because it's so painful. Um, oh, sweet boy! Um, yeah, said somebody who's given birth before. They um no, I mean yes, on with epidural. Yeah. Um, but I mean, imagine they say that it's like the tooth coming through for like two weeks, you know, through the gum that pain of like a tooth pushing through muscle tissue and nerve tissue and like a tree trunk, basically like pushing through muscle. Ugh, oh my God. It gives me the heebies. Yeah. Just but wouldn't you it. also assume that as painful as it is on the way, you know, in that it's probably equally as painful <laughs> once you hit like your seventies, eighties on the way out. And all of a sudden you're like, your molars are wiggling and no, no, dude, something coming out. That's like, not to be foul, but think about something going like... Someone dram jamming a turd back into you as opposed to... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't understand your logic at all. More <laughs> wiggling out. 
wiggle my molar out, dude. Yay. Hey, well, they don't Just say don't. it's like pulling teeth because it feels good. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, but if a molar is wiggling out, it's not. Well, yeah, but it's tooth. it's not like it's not connected <laughs> just because it's not really connected to the bones as such anymore. It's still connected to all the nerve endings and everything. So when it gets ripped out, it, you know, uh, I assume uh, I have yet to experience that, but I assume it's rather <laughs> painful. Um, no, without anesthetic. But yeah, I mean, when when my kids, you know, my little girl's got her teeth slowly coming in now, and. uh you know, I, I just adhere to the, the tried and true. I give her a little, put dip my dip my finger in a little bit of whiskey, and you know, obviously she's my blood, so she yeah. definitely yeah. No, that's that's uh, bourbon works great. Yeah, it numbs it, it numbs it up a little bit for, her and I don't know if she I don't know if she's like slap happy drunk because you know a little dab will do you when you're that size. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I can imagine uh, I can imagine it's extremely painful. But I mean, okay, so what's the point of a teething ring then? Just to you know carve through all of the gum that the tooth is you know to create that breakthrough point. A teething ring? Yeah, like what's the what's uh, the whole point of that? Sh- what, you know. No, a teething ring is to soothe because um, you know. <laughs> Uh, some of them have, are like ice that you freeze, you know, so the cold reduces inflammation and makes their gums feel better. But a lot of teething rings, like back in the day, were just like wood. Like, I mean, imagine wood like, teething rings. Well, like back in the day during war times when there was no anesthetic, if they were chopping off your leg, they would just give you a piece of wood to bite down oh, yeah. on before yeah. they chopped your limb off. And so it's in that yeah, vein here, where here, they're giving... here, drink this. Let me get the cleaver. Right. <laughs> bite down on. <laughs> Bite down on this stick. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah, a teething ring is like bite down on this. Uh, it'll make your teeth feel better because when they bite down on something, uh, it, it eases the pain. Right. That's silky smooth. I didn't know that. I mean, I did. I always I'm always like she's like, get the teething ring. I'm like, or get the thing for her to choose. It helps. I'm like, why? Can, she, can I just feed her something or give her a chip? You know? What's the difference? Yeah. But I think you know. to something about the counteracting pressure of like the tooth pushing through and then pushing it and then you know pushing down on, on a teething ring. But the cold ones, they've come. There's some pretty sophisticated. Uh, That's some high tech ice. Rings. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's that. This is pretty cool. Science. Science. Science is Science. so cool. All right, so, so cool. I've got another question, which I think kind of leads to more of like personal preference but it's almost a philosophical question in nature and it's a very simple one would you rather be yes exactly that is correct (laughs) or not to be um given the fact that it's you're just basically making a choice and you know that you're gonna have this one doesn't mean that you can't have the other but you're just guaranteed one of these two things would you rather be guaranteed to be happy or guaranteed to be rich? Happy. happy. Okay. Happy. So wait a second. Why would you why would you not say rich? Because I feel like if you gave me the option and said, Oh, you're guaranteed to be rich, I'd be like, but I can still be happy if I, you know, like every other person on the planet. But you're not guaranteed to be it's happy. It's not guaranteed, yeah. And but what if Yeah, that- but I because why uh, if I can be guaranteed to be happy, that doesn't mean I can't be rich either. True, but how do you know that? You know that how, how, that affects you know rich affects a lot of people, not just you, but it affects everyone around you. 
Whereas same with happy. If happy, I'm happy, I think is more internal, meaning I don't oh. think I, you know what? I think if I'm happy, then I treat people nicer, but it's not like, uh, you know, th- the charity is going to accept my happiness as a donation. Really? So you're saying that if you were guaranteed rich that you'd be giving <laughs> to charity? <laughs> well, if I'm guaranteed rich, then I'm guaranteed rich. I could give away everything and still be rich. Well, <laughs> and, you know, rich is a, is kind of a, it's perspective, right? You think? No. Well, okay. What's rich? Chocolate. Okay. So you're going to be, you'll be turned into chocolate. Su- be, that's ben some became rich, super rich. That is some rich ass chocolate. <laughs> Lick his finger. Yeah. I was saying, yeah, well, that's why they always say the devil's in the details, uh, right? It'd be like, oh, would you, oh, you'd rather be happy? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jerry, get the lobotomy rod. Get, you know, yeah. let's just go up there and just pull out any of the anger. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I was going to, this is a question that I ask people. Would you rather be like yes. in, the, in the lobotomy, <laughs> in the lobotomy vein? Um, it, it surprised people to learn that my answer was, um, I would rather be like physically, um, I'd rather my brain be gone and not be in physical pain. Um, you know, like when we would, if you go see your grandparent and like they have Alzheimer's or something, but like they're not in pain, they don't know that they have Alzheimer's. They don't know. They just don't know who you are. But they're happy as a clam. They're like marrying people in their nursing home because they don't know that they're already married. <laughs> I still remember our grand well, the stories of our grandfather when you went to visit would be like he, he's you were you were dating your husband at the time and he'd be like, That's that that's that seedy guy from the from the grocery store who tries to is trying to steal everything or or you know, like he had been watching so much T V that he kind of identified He thought he thought I was his wife. And, As you do, uh, and he thought Gary was like trying to. Steal Let's not me use away. names. You, you've noticed. I'm sorry, Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. It's Gary. Um, he thought that my husband was, you know, trying to steal me away. But anyway, um, I would rather. Everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, I would so much rather have my wits about me and be able to do a crossword and have my brain." And I'd rather, you know, I don't mind physical pain. I don't care if my back hurts. What or, if you're a quadriplegic? You know, but I would. But I say that's a whole other type me, of pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even yeah. going there because you're super smart, but I, you can't do anything with your body. I think when people are old oftentimes they either lose their mind with like dementia or Alzheimer's or their body. In our grandfather's case, his body, uh, his body went first. And so he was so miserable and in pain that he took all these painkillers to make the pain go away. And then that made his mind go away. And so, um, I just don't want to be in pain. Like, uh, so I hate ig- it. ignorance is bliss is what you're yeah, saying. I mean, I hate it for my grandkids. It but is like, if it's over being in pain. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, I'd rather yeah. be fit as a fiddle physically, but you come visit me and I'm like, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you everybody lottery tickets. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Who's making waffles? Yeah. yeah. Mm, waffles. Yeah. So what about you? Where are your pants, grandpa? <laughs> pants. Oh, wait, don't eat the waffles. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're made out of corduroy. There you go. Um, my preference? Gee whiz. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like I've stuffed my brain with so much, it'd be kind of like a waste of time if I 
If, it, if I lost it, you know, I'd be like, oh man, I've just been pumping all of this information in there. Um, now, if I could retain the information, but I just didn't know that I was in pain, that'd be cool. You know, maybe like, but that, that's the, she, see, she, she slightly does that. She oh. supported her argument by saying he was taking so many painkillers because he was in pain that he lost his mind. Problem solved is like, no, the dude's still in pain. Now he just doesn't know who he is. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 if, if it got bad enough, I'd like to think that I was of sound mind, like to where I could, I could say, okay, this is how I want to go. Right. I know I'm in. A, I know I'm in pain. I know I'm smart enough to know what's going on. I I have. I can get my house in order. Because another thing that that's a problem with that, being happy and dumb and in no pain, you know anything and everything you've done up to that point in your life uh, is kind of up for grabs. Because people are going to start taking advantage of you and whatever it is yeah, that you have. Point. So now all of a sudden you just like well. I'm happy. Oh, who are you? I'm, jo- I'm Johnny. I'm, I'm your, son. your nephew. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here to collect my check that you give me every week, Grandpa, for 50 grand. <laughs> yeah. I do? Yeah. Just sign this right here. Just sign this power of attorney <laughs> right here. <laughs> I mean, see? Do you see how that can probably affect so i want to be done there's the happy versus rich there's the happy versus rich i'm happy but i'm going broke quick because i'm dumb as fuck oh man oh yeah there's no right way out of this world that's why i dude i'm on the i'm on the side of rich because at the very least i know if i if i die smart and in pain but at least and unhappy but i'm rich i can hand off the opportunity for someone else to be happy oh, or just, pay, even you're just like enabling them yeah, to be no, like ben. you and, and greedy and unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I taught I them can't... right, well, <laughs> don't, uh, end, don't, I don't end up buy like that for a second. You don't think altruism. you don't, you don't think that I've got that, um, that big heart that I'd be like, I'll pick that one. I'll pick that one. You know, I'll, I'll just meet that waitress in the diner. And there you go. I'll just, I'm there every day doing my Sudoku puzzle or poor herman lundquist the waitress gets everything what is it with you and the names (laughs) oh i'm sorry (laughs) gary (laughs) holy god this is the last time i'm gonna say it (laughs) i'm sorry so Uh, yes if you if you i imagine by that time i won't i won't know who she is anyway you know i if i'm if i'm if i'm if i'm happy and dumb and going and you know, instead, I'm doing my crossword puzzle in crayon. <laughs> but I've got some sweet, poor soul, you know, pregnant 19-year-old girl in some, you know, just run-down desert cafe. Yeah. And I'm like, I have all this. I have all this. I'm a sullen, beaten-down old man. and I'm unhappy and I'm about to die. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bequeath all of my heart. You're probably and, the only person I can think of like that i famous and non-famous that answered that question that way 99 percent of people would have said guaranteed happy you're the only person i know well i love that you actually can actually put up an argument for it too behind it too well okay define then it comes down to another question and this is something that i can't uh i've never been able to wrap my head around and that is def i mean define happy like 
Okay. So you say, you say, oh, do you know you're happy when you are happy? Or do you only know that you were happy because in retro... Is somebody jamming out? What's going down? What's going... Is there a party going on? <laughs> do um, you hear the, the Thomas the train? No, I just thought you were getting bored and you're like, oh, let's have a dance party over here while he's just boring me to death. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, like... In my experience, a lot of the times where I look back and I'm like, man, you know, those were good times. I was really, I, I was really happy. Most of the time, it's in juxtaposition to the fact that I know what it was like to be really <laughs> unhappy. So the sweet is not the sweet without the sour. So unless you know what it's like to be unhappy, see, like that kid right now knows what it's like to be unhappy, right? But if you give her a lolly... Right? I, it's my son. He's going to be plagued by, like, by her. that his uncle thinks he's a girl. Oh, uh, that's um, okay. He's going to answer the phone forever and be like, hi, Uncle Van. I'll be like, oh, uh, hi, hi, little girl. No names. Uncle Gary. Yeah. No, I, I'm Ben and this is Ryan and your baby sister, but we don't uh, we don't use uh, names from of, of, of other people. Okay. Well. Um, Just out of respect for the living. Right. No, I I think that the you can't know the sweet without the sour is like. Well, then everybody... how can you think that you're? I mean, if you're always happy, then I mean you're talking about. Uh, if you're looking at a chart, <laughs> a chart is always you know peaks peaks uh, well, and valleys, but without the in valleys. That same vein, in that same vein, Professor, guaranteed rich. How can you appreciate the riches without knowing poverty? Uh. Yeah, duh, because <laughs> you, you look around at everybody else and go, "I am loaded." Yeah, you can. You can't look around at everybody. Uh, thank, thanks to social media and Instagram, you cannot now look around and, and pick out the people who are just absolutely miserable, because everybody no, I, is trying to I make themselves say... look so much happier through their social media profiles than they actually are in real life, just so that they can be like, "Oh, things are so great. Everything is so no. great." I, I, I disagree. I think the money thing, it's one thing, you know, you have to experience, you don't have to experience like poverty, poverty, but you appreciate the riches so much more when you, when you have been scraping by or when you have, you know, I, um, I think people who are like trust fund babies that have always have had money. I mean, I don't think that they appreciate what they have because they don't know what it's like to not have anything and i think people like oprah and jk rowling are always going to be super appreciative of what they have because they have been on welfare true but and, I, it also think that you can make an argument for both rich and happy by right. just stating you obviously know the difference before you make an educated decision on which direction you would rather go right I mean, I know how happy I've been in my life, in my happy times, and I know how rich I haven't been, or I have been at times <laughs> when I've had money. Can we talk about your apartment in El Segundo with the airplanes? Okay, once again. Right. <laughs> uh, location, location, yeah, location. We've, we've... Oh, please. Just because you live there at one point doesn't mean you live anywhere close to there now. Sure. It's past tense. Okay, let's just watch the details. We're not talking about tense. <laughs> but yes, you could have just here. said that apartment you lived in by the airport, and I think I would have gotten it. 
And I think it wasn't just the airport that made it so spectacular for the the ladies. (laughs) It was the fact that it was right next to a uh, human waste water treatment plant. So, like, imagine all the all the all the poop that comes out of uh, out of the local cities. You going on a drive? You heading somewhere? I'm hearing ding, ding, ding. Oh, yes. I have to take... Uh, Mike Tyson my... punch out? <laughs> I have to run an errand, so... Uh, Sweet, so she's the show we're, we're going mobile. Yeah! This is Isn't le- that cool, the technology? It's so legit. I mean, it's not like the quality is better than it was previously, but... Um, anyway... Yes, the problem with that with that particular uh, apartment that I had wasn't that you you know if you I mean inside the apartment it was super quiet because it was all soundproof because it was at the end of the runway, so if you open up the door, you know you could you could probably smell the exhaust and feel the the overwhelming thrust of planes coming and goings, but the worst thing about that apartment, uh, which they couldn't do much about because you never could open your windows, was that it was next to the shit plant. The shit processing plant. So all of the waste, all the poo, all the everything that comes from the sewer, sewer they were tre- getting rid of all the poo and blah, 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 packaging that up and then, you know, recycling the water for municipal use. So they would basically be burning this stuff off and it smelled oh like a hot God. shit lit on fire. <laughs> oh, man. And I'll tell you what. No, thank you. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I... I, I I entertained very few guests, but I did end up marrying one of them. So All that just right. speaks to the level of my game right wow. there. Wow. You pulled right? a diamond out of shit. That just speaks to the level of my game. Wow. Like, if I if I can get somebody to fall in love with me under those circumstances, then I must be a real diamond in the rough. <laughs> you know, that, that's... Uh... Or a diamond in the poop. It as, was, as it were. I, I think she was the diamond in the poop. She absolutely was, um, and mainly because she was just so gullible. <laughs> Are you married? Do you have kids? I am not married. I do not have kids, and I just got out of a three and a half year relationship. Two and a half. I mean, two and a half years. Some people. I'm not naming cities, but I have people where you live that nice. I would love. You know, we talk about places to live. Yeah, talk about places to live. Well, the girl, uh, the girl, maybe that he, she, she's talking about, uh, could have been a former roommate no. of hers who, you nope. know, used to chase nope. her suitors nope. around with poo on a stick, thinking it was oh, funny. She man. is just really weird. That's that sounds. And like... no, and used to get no, down. No, no, no. <laughs> used to get down with multiples. It like... sounds like you're giving false information. <laughs> I would never set anyone up with any of my past roommates. Not even the and not I, even the ones who who would prefer the company of women. <laughs> uh, I I'm trying to um, follow by these podcast rules: no names, no location. That's right. That's yeah, how we do. That's tough. Uh, so it's it's hard for me to speak really, but we'll just offline, as my old boss used to say. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you guys should 
uh, Ben should have another uh, Palooza, and um, there you go. We'll have a little soiree. Soiree. Do you remember the Palooza? It was. Uh, uh, I remember. It was baby sisters kind of coming out. I think she she actually. I mean, this was in her younger days, but I think she got drunk and tried to make out with you. <laughs> it's possible. Um, she was in a weird place back then. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, I mean, I'll never forget. And so she just the, the, the grandioso, the way she, the way she told the story to everybody back home, you know, other family members and friends and stuff like that. She's like, so I got, I come out, I'm, I'm moving out, uh, to where, you know, the town where my brother lives, um, trying, trying to bring about a, a lifestyle change. What is that fuzzy noise? Are you going through the car wash now? <laughs> <laughs> she laughs because it's true. <laughs> I actually, I'm in this edit bay, and I'm just having all these sound effects and pressing all these buttons just to make you, just to mess with you so that you think I'm getting in my car and I'm flushing the toilet. I'm Michael Winslow, a sound effects guy. I'm just getting him on the phone. I think you're going to, to a lot of effort for nothing. <laughs> I don't think it's as funny as your buddy Michael Winslow might think it is. The joke just hasn't landed yet. So I had it's 40 degrees where I live, which nobody knows. And I had to turn on my defrost because I couldn't see out the windshield. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Well, safe driving. So, yes, yeah, so, we, we'll try and keep you uh, focused. Eyes on the road. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, this kind of brings up uh, just a quick thing about place. I don't know how much it costs to live in uh, a shit infested airplane area, but right now the average cost for a one bedroom in West Hollywood is $2,831 a month. That's a steal. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That is a steal. Um,. Well, so when she was when she was moving out here, this was a while back. So I bet rent rents anywhere around here were probably a little bit cheaper. But yeah, everybody still had to have roommates. Um, but she always told the story, which I thought was great. Uh, she's like, I show up. He had invited all of his buddies, and and since I live in a really kind of communal town where I live, it's you know everybody kind of knows their neighbors. It's a very eclectic group of people. Um, you know the the age range of the people who. You know, we're neighbors and friends. If you're throwing a party and you're like, hey, we're having a party, whatever. I mean, it, it could go anywhere. So she, she's she's like, so I show up and I'm, I'm getting ready to party, you know, and I come out and the first guest on the roster is an 83 year old man who is bragging about his stroke <laughs> that he had just had uh, over a, a glass of wine. Uh, and <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't. I don't he he was my neighbor Bob. This is the nicest dude in the world. Uh, he'd been living there since 1973. Uh, we all all had an, an assumption, our assumptions about him. But he always used to be so dramatic with his voice, be like, "Oh, have you seen these new ladies? They're black beauties. They're gorgeous." I'm like, man, that's an old school way of thinking. Like <laughs> the way that you presented is so. I mean, you, you'd think the guy was you had a monocle and an ascot, you right. know. Um, and as the party continued to kind of drag on, uh, yeah, I guess one of my buddies who worked in, in at the time worked in, in an industry where uh, he was like in box design or something like that. And I said, hey, just bring whoever your buddies are. So we, we had a, maybe 10, 15 people there. This guy shows up with a caravan of like Honda Civics 
and it was like a clown car of like Asian dudes who just rolled in ready to play beer pong. Oh, wow. And uh, you were there. I mean, I remember that night you disappeared and went down to the, like the bars and all yeah. this stuff and came back just loaded was... like, I'm having the time of my Yeah, everyone was on the beer pong table. The, the big crowd was only there for a little while. I think I stayed a little later than that, but yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it, one of my buddies who was a, a big, very unmistakable guy, um, he he stayed like he was always the dude that we could count on to kind of close out the party. He was great. I yeah. met him that night. He's I know big, you're talking yeah, about he's yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's an actor, so he didn't really have uh, you know ha- have anywhere to be <laughs> the <laughs> next day. So it was like okay, I'll you know I'll party till five a.m. Of course, we, we I don't know. We went back to the other house and had like a wee bowling tournament or some oh, shit. Oh wow! But uh, yeah, I remember a baby sister passed out. In both, like both places, like passed out at, at, at house number one, then woke her up, drugged her to the other place, passed out over there. I don't know if I remember she, I, I don't, she throw up in my bed. I wouldn't know. You weren't there. You didn't no, make it that no, far. No. Um, but yeah, it was a great welcoming committee, I would say. Uh, and so. And I've never, th- I mean, I'm not a person who throws parties, you know, so right. for me, it was just like, invite everybody, you, you know, and just, turn- I mean, it was definitely a Studio 54 type crew, Yeah, you know, ranging from 80 to, you know, we even had like little, uh, uh, one of our little teen neighbors who was like 12 or 13 who stopped by like, oh, you guys had a party and we had the speakers out and all stuff. Oh, and then there was the neighbor, na- the neighbor that we had living where our window literally faces hers and she always just kept her window open, but she never knew. So we had people hanging out and we're sitting there just having drinks and you look over and this chick walks up, just walks in, takes her, takes her towel off, totally naked, doesn't notice the party going on next door. Oh, wow. And everybody's just kind of sitting there going. I don't remember that. Great party, Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was awesome. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that. Well, you were probably downstairs playing beer pong at the time. I remember Dr. Bob no, the, yeah. being the first to show up. He was like 80 years old. and um, Welcome back. And, <laughs> and you guys were like, it was just hilarious. This guy's an animal. Was... You should talk to him. <laughs> Before the party really got going, it was just Dr. Bob having some more d'oeuvres in your kitchen. Yeah, and, and he, he was telling us about his stroke. And I was, I was getting texts from back east, people being like, how's the rager? And I'm like, currently talking to a senior citizen. It is all, it's stroke. off the wheelchair. <laughs> exactly. It was legit, but that that was your introduction to, to coming out here and, and living this way. And I imagine it only got weirder after that. She was moving out here. That was her moving yeah, out party. Yeah, exactly. How long did you, were no, you living No, that's, that's false. I love you, Ben, but that is false. I <laughs> called off a wedding, and I was just, every weekend I was going to visit friends and family because I didn't want to, like, spend the weekends, um, you know, going out to the bars where I lived because if I ran into my ex-fiance, that would be really awkward. And so, um, and right. I just wanted to be around people that I loved, like my, you know, my college friends, family, all that. And so my brother Ben was like, why don't you come out for your birthday? Uh, we'll have a Moldapalooza, you know, um, be awesome. And so I came out in November after calling off a wedding. I did not even interview for my current job um, out there until a year, my first day at that job um, 
was like October 6th. Oh, okay. So this was just a precursor to you before you came out here. I just wanted to get out of town. Just wanted to blow blow off some steam. Sky Miles, uh, getting out of town as much as I could, just um, because I had just, as as Ryan said, he's just gotten over a three and a half year relationship. I had just um, called off a wedding. So I was like, I'm. I'm just gonna burn up Float my around. And that actually people. that actually opens up a different uh, topic that Ryan and I covered in a a previous, and and I'm I'm not going to be releasing uh, that that particular episode uh, until we see this all the way through. Um, but what I, I was asking Ryan about, you know, what's the best way that you can think of to help a friend get over a breakup? Because um, you know you want to get it off your mind. You know, in your case, what was uh, what was the stuff that you're? I mean, most people are like. Well, I'm an extrovert, so for me, seeing people like gives me energy. For me, like staying home and you know being by myself just takes it all my energy away. But if I visit with people and I see my friends and talk to them, that like renews my spirit. And so for me, the best thing was friends calling me and being like, "Come on, like I got this." extra ticket to this game, come on. Or, hey, why don't you come out and visit? Like, my friend in D.C. was like, there's this Halloween party, you know, that we do every year. It's so fun. I'd love for you to fly up for it. Um, It's just people inviting me to things, uh, letting me tag along to things. You know, my brother being like, hey, why don't you come out? Let's get ripped. Did (laughs) did anybody take you you to a strip joint? If you're asking your little sister if going to strip joints cheers me up, <laughs> I have to wonder. It's been 37 years you know me at all. <laughs> uh, happy, happy versus rich. <laughs> uh, nobody asked if I wanted to go to a strip joint. Did uh, they drag you to one? <laughs> they're like, hey, um, ain't, ain't nothing, ain't no way to get over the last, like. You know, getting some strange, seeing some strange, yes. let them dangle boys, you know. But I don't think... I am not... I, I I think a lot of females would echo this sentiment. Uh, it's, a, you know, very normal for females to feel this way. Chicks think penis are scary, like chicks don't like... No, well, just like getting strange is like the last thing. Um, you know, my equivalent of that would be like, um, you know, <laughs> instead of getting strange it would be like having a really meaningful conversation with a nice guy right. you know <laughs> uh that you're talking like, about like going a, on a like a like a cock tease expedition <laughs> i'm talking about like if for a, a dude, real connection she yeah some, like yeah. uh yeah buy, buy me drinks all night and let me pour my problems on you because you think something's gonna happen but i really just want to talk your ear off <laughs> um <laughs> i think for dudes they're they're like yeah i just uh wow i'm over her uh because i just hooked up with someone whose boobs are even bigger but i think for a girl it's like you know that they're not not necessarily the d that they're missing it's like the emotional connection that they miss and so they are going to seek that out that's why you have all these serial monogamists that like date someone for like three years and then five minutes later they've got a new boyfriend they date for three years the rebound guy oh yeah you know which not to point fingers ben but you're kind of uh you know 
like a lady in that way, in that uh, you were a serial monogamous. Super serial. Oh, man. Super serial. I Captain mean, Crunch. like, date a girl for a decade, then date another girl, you know, you, you did, you never, um, you were never like, a, oh, I'm just gonna go to a strip club and, you know, you may talk a big talk and make some jokes, but uh, <laughs> you're a big teddy bear that loves. Yeah, you know, you could say that. Cuddle bear. Uh, you love the girlfriend experience. But me and Slant knows Tony over at the uh, over at the strip club. You and Slant? We still we still chat. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be like, would you like to have your regular booth? Yeah. Behind the today, curtain? Today, Ben? And I'd be like, not today, Jerry. Put me right up front. I wanna, I wanna be, I wanna be making it rain. Of course, I'd bring change. So it looks more like rain. Yeah, and plus you can actually hear how much you're spending when it hits the when it hits the tabletop floor. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And plus, it takes it that much it's that much harder for them to clean up. So it's like a show plus, yeah. you know, the the cleanup effort. Yeah, we we appreciate the stuff that jingles, but we'd rather have the stuff that folds. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love coming to America so much. There That's you right. go. <laughs> She's your queen to be. Oh my god! Seriously, you know, maybe my top five. Really? That's yes. a, that's another one. Getting into the getting into the movies, top five movies. Is coming to America not in your top ten at least? Oh no. Mm -mm. I mean, I would actually put Trading Places above. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, that one, too. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. <laughs> Feeling good, Lewis. So, yeah, there's that. I mean, a lot of people would go, like, you know, Caddyshack, Animal House, and then if you get the pretentious cat, um, Citizen Kane, Dreams by yeah, Kurosawa. Screw Rosebud. Anyone who says Citizen Kane is their favorite movie is lying. Austin Wells was a genius. Yeah. It's really, it's like that Friends episode. It's like, she says her favorite movie is Dangerous Liaison. Her real favorite movie is Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Chenandler Bong. Yeah. Well, I agree. Uh, that, yeah. I, I don't know. My, 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 I, I don't think I could ever pick. I mean, the, the movies that I find myself continually watching over and over again are things like Big Lebowski. That, yeah. Are thing are things like uh, I'll watch I'll watch a Scorsese movie like Casino. I just get sucked in and I'll watch that. Wolf mm -hmm. of Wall Street was another one that I just I I mean it was fun. It's I mean non nonstop so adrenaline fueled thrill ride of a movie. Yeah. Point Break, the original Ooh, with yeah. Johnny Utah. Gary loves to um, pound his chest and do the Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that that like? Do you see? Do you see him more as a Matt McConaughey character, or more as a Leonardo DiCaprio, or more as like a Jonah Hill character? How do you think he would have gotten cast in that particular film? Oh my god. He wouldn't have been cast at all. I invite you, if you're extremely bored one day, on his Instagram feed from years ago, he went to this uh, Hall of Fame opening where they let you sit behind a desk and act like you were an ESPN commentator. And they gave you like a script like to read on the cue cards. And it made you look like you were on ESPN game day. 
and to watch him on screen like reading a cue card that the line on the script was to say the energy is electric and and he's looking at the screen and he's like boom goes the a dynamite is electric <laughs> it was it's <laughs> he would not be at all he just didn't know the syntax he's like this is electric yeah he, the energy is electric. Is it electric? <laughs> woogie, 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 woogie. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's. I don't know if you have to have raw talent to be the guy that can keep a conversation and, and keep an audience engaged like that. But you, there are certain people that you know when you first meet them, just have no experience doing it whatsoever. Like they've just they've never done it. There's never been like anything that they've ever tried to do. So whenever you see somebody put a mic in front of their face and they're there to answer answer questions or whatever, it's just kind of like they're almost so they're so scared or mortified that they're going to look stupid that they just come across like, you know, very monotone, um, which in effect, you know. So that's why I always love it when I see people or, or I'm chatting with people or whatever and we hit it off and then all of a sudden you see them trying to pull out an accent. Or they're trying to pull out a movie quote or something. It's just so bad. I still remember we were driving one time uh, and I was doing accents with with baby sister's husband. And he was just – he was putting all the effort in to try and nail it. But he just – he didn't know how to do the accent. But that's what made it even better. <laughs> yeah. Drinking game is so fun. When you have people trying to do accents and they suck at it, it's the funniest thing ever. Oh God! We used to have, uh, we used to have play that card game when she was living here, and we had this guy that was living at the other house uh, at the time, and he was just an absolute, like, I mean, I don't want to say he had Aspergers or whatever. He seemed, he certainly seemed like he did, um, and yeah, he would just he, some of the lines that this guy would throw out were so misogynistic. Um, and so off color, but he thought it was hilarious. So everybody was just kind of like, is this, this dude for real? Like, is this <laughs> laughing at his own joke? Yeah. He'd like make a joke that was so bad and then just crack himself up. We'd be like, okay, let's just keep egging this guy on. Like, let's just see how far we'll take it. Then it's death by comedy at that point. Yeah. He was the, probably the worst person I've ever seen at accents ever. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it, it, oh, those were fun days. Uh, uh, so, can I ask you a quick question here? Another one of my my questions. So, what is your favorite app, like phone app, to use, and why? Um, well, can I also can I answer this first because this will have to be my last question and answer for the day because um, oh, our power I, hour is up in 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 ten. So, okay. Well, I only have about sixty more seconds. Um, cool. We'll cut it short. But nice. Uh, my my favorite app and why? That, is that was the question. Yeah. That is the question. What is your What is the app you you use the most because it's your favorite? Meaning, I'm not going to say like, oh, you you use Google Maps or Waze because that's a utility that you know kind of gets you around. But I'm saying like, or if Facebook or Instagram. You, no, those are those are time passers. Those are like I get on it because it's what I like to do with my time. Tiny beans. Oh yeah, well because that's in, that's a little bit more personal version of Instagram, right? It's cataloging for the family. 
Yes. So it sends out, so my family doesn't have to be on Instagram. I don't have to post on Instagram, baby pictures. Um, it's like a scrapbook. It's a digital scrapbook for my kids. And I can, and the, the old farts don't have to try to get, they don't have to do an iCloud. They don't have to get on Instagram. They don't have to have a username and password. Here you go, buddy. They just, uh, email their email feed, um, of a, a daily photo of my kids. They don't have to do anything. Low, very low effort, and they love it. Oh, I like it. What's this called? Tiny Beans. We should get you on Beans. there Tiny so that Beans. you can start, you know, scrapbooking your adventures. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for people <laughs> with kids. Like I, gnome soon. <laughs> I use the most. Uh, and then Slack for work. I use Slack yeah. every day. We use Slack. <laughs> love it. Big fan of Slack. Venmo. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with what's your what, oh, yes. what's your favorite app, Ryan? Do you have a particular favorite? No, I don't you turned me on to most of these things. Like you were the first one to be like, "Hey, try out this bird thing." Well, I try. Yeah, bird. I just had to. I just thought it was fun for a little while. But no, Venmo. I think. I mean, I use Facebook and Instagram and the maps, but Venmo is definitely a a, a tool app that did I did. Words with friends just kind of come and go. Like, was that just a fad? There's still some people that are sucked into that world you were for a little while then got a pass because once you get sucked into words with friends uh, it just takes everybody a... wanted to play a game yeah. and i'm like what am i winning here You're by being connected i'm number one yeah i'm gonna leave <laughs> okay, on well, top you got bored <laughs> people were just trying to beat you that's why they need you to keep playing no those people some people just got pissed because they were like i don't like playing him because he always beats me yeah well yeah. what does he just read dictionaries all night nobody likes that guy yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly that was me um I don't know. I, I I would probably say the the number one app got to be a crypto app. Definitely, yeah. Oh yeah, Bitcoin Checker is probably the number one app that I use because mm. it just constantly it just through APIs. You don't just, even have to be using yep, it. Yep, it, it uses just, you. It actually, it just tells me what's going on <laughs> at, at any given time. Um, news apps. I don't know. Reddit. You know, pretty yeah. pretty decent, but. Um, I'm going to go one bigger, and I'm surprised that the baby sister didn't mention this one. Uh, she may use a different app than I do, but I, I have apps for my security cameras, for my house cameras. So I can log in anywhere and check and see what's what's going down at any given time. I'm like, oh, somebody's eating a bowl of cereal. Nice. You know, it's pretty sweet. But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it gives you that. Like Lucky that... Charms or something sweet, like Captain Crunch. The cameras, not the cereal. Oh, okay. but yeah, it's 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 a it's a great deal. Like, and I think she has she had one, uh, one of those kind of automated ones uh, that connects to the cloud and all that stuff, and it's like a like a Nest Cam or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, those those are probably ones that I would say that I use. Uh, I, I I would say is are my favorite. Like they mean the most. The most. Yeah. Yeah. So. The most value for your. Your usage for my ducats. Yeah. Well, I guess that would at this point. Can we say that we're concluding another baby sister pack? Because I think she, I'm pretty sure she bailed. <laughs> I heard the kid kind of melting it, melting down the background. So yeah, hopefully she's okay. They get into a wreck was, trying to. It was a good time. Yeah. Answer our stupid question. <laughs> she's like, I gotta get off the phone because they're not keeping my face on the my eyes on the road. <laughs> oh, great. Now I gotta take four hours to edit out all the name drops. That was a genius. You know what? If she listens to this, hopefully she realizes, 
you know, you got to step up your game. Are you a quick learner? Yes. Yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. All right. Like candy, a candy tree. She loves me high up on the feet. 